0: hello there funky primates how are we doing you doing good well i know we start off with our general song at the start however we have a sponsor we have an apparel sponsor and they are called California. H-A-L-I-F-O-R-N-I-A. Apparel.com. If you go to that site and uh, they got some great streetwear, um, you can use the code Well Done 20 when you finish shopping and you will get 20% off whatever you want. Well done. Let me... I'm just going on the site right now. A hundred dollars for a baseball tee, dude? Are you serious? Is this what they're selling? A pullover hoodie is a hundred and forty-three dollars. What dude? A cap is seventy-one dollars. What? What? No wonder they've given our listeners twenty fucking percent off. Cause you need it to purchase any of this. Wow, that Malibu tea is fresh though. That's 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 pretty that Oakland long sleeve is pretty dope. I fucks with that. Um There's some fucking, it must be be top quality shit, let's be honest. It would fucking want to be. But you get 20% off. Uh, So if you're into some uh, good teas, some quality stuff, head to CaliforniaApparel.com. All right, funky primates, let's get into the cult episode. We are Season 1, Episode 6. mates we back at it again like a bad habit another smell done i hate it when there's like dirty smells around Eh? i ain't a smell person like wait i ain't a smell person i think i am a smell person that's what i'm saying like if if it's a bad smell i don't like it i don't like it I feel like things, things that attract me to women, for example, is a great smile, but they got a smile with their eyes. I don't know if that makes any sense, but in my head it does. A great smile, and she's got to smell good. Well done. That's it. That's that. You got me. You got me. If you're a female, and you have a great smile, and you smell good, I'll take all the daddy issues you got. It's fine. It's fine. Just shower, and smell good, and have a great smile. It's all I ask for. It's all I ask for. You know, like have you ever been uh, like have you ever been out and about in a, in in life in in the shopping center or Wherever you love going, mini golf. If you're a mini golf enthusiast, have you ever been at a line and the person in front of you has just smelt so so bad so bad and you want to tell them you want to tell them well done what i'm saying is if if it's me and we're out in public and we make eye contact and you stink i'm gonna tell you do you know how i know i'm gonna tell you because this has happened to me. Well done. I was in I was in Singapore, and they they have that uh, some theme park in Singapore, whatever it is, whatever the hell it's called. Google it, motherfuckers. I don't know. Uh, so we were there, and this is this is this is how I know that I'll tell you because I didn't even expect it. I go, so I'm waiting in line, waiting in line and there's nothing worse than when you're waiting in line and someone in front of you stinks. I'm waiting in line. This guy in front of me stunk, dude, stunk. I'm like, bro, don't you smell yourself? Don't you smell yourself? And this is this is early in the morning, dude. Like, it's not like we've had a whole day of entertainment paradise. This is goddamn 9am. Get a hold of your life. And this is how I know that I'll tell you that you, you stink if we lock eye contact and we're in public. I don't know this man. He's in front of me. And... I'm sitting there just thinking this man smells this man smells he smells so bad he smells so bad that's just my head my head continuously saying this guy smells this guy smells and we're going in a line going in the line going in the line and this guy starts looking around and then he drops something on the floor and I'm not going down to pick it up because, you know, you smell this bad up here. I'm not too sure how bad you going to smell down here. You get me? Now, he turns around. He goes to get it. And it was near me, right? So then he goes down and he grabs it and he puts it in his pocket, dude. And then he goes, <laughs> he comes back up to look up at me. And then I, I, like, instinctively, instinctively, I don't want to hurt his feelings, because no one wants to hurt another person's feelings, I'm guessing, if you're a good person. However, I go, you smell. (laughs) I don't know if he understood me, I don't know if he pretended not to understand me, but he just looked at me and I looked at him and I went, You smell. <laughs> there was that awkward moment for like a couple of seconds. So that's how I know he understood me. And then he turned around. And then I sat there being like, Wow, that just happened. That just happened. The pet peeve that I have of people stinking in public. I just called someone out on it instinctively, which is a great thing. I think. I think it's a great thing. I think if anyone's out there and you stinking public, get a hold of yourself. Get better friends. If you're out at a nightclub with a group of guys, or you're out there with a group of chicks, because I've, z- or some, some females stink. Some females stink. Y'all need to, if someone needs to tell you this. Someone needs to tell you this, right? Whatever female is out in a club and you stink. And your friends didn't tell you beforehand? You got bad friends. You got bad friends. <laughs> Seriously, dude. This world has I don't know, I don't know, I don't know like where we're headed with this world. Like things is just getting ridiculous. There there's There's people out there, like, I saw this shit this week that people are growing horns in the back of their heads. Like, you're growing horns at the back of your head? Like, what? What? What do you mean I'm growing a horn at the back of my head? So, apparently they did a study, right? Um, And the news loves to put out these crazy articles that like is just has ridiculous titles on it. Eh? Like just stupid titles. Like let me, so news.com.au, right? This is their title for this topic. Younger generations are growing horns in the back of their head. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> then you got the post going. Horns are growing on young people's skulls. Phone use is to blame, research suggests. And apparently this is between the ages of 18 to 30.
1: Well done.
0: Have you guys seen this? (laughs) So it's apparently 18 to 30, which is my fucking bracket. We got horns, motherfuckers. (laughs) That's the best thing about this. You see, like, memes about it. The internet is a different place, eh? The internet does not give a fuck. The internet wins hands down every motherfucking time. And you can either be upset about it or you can laugh about it. And I choose to laugh about it. Because why the fuck do people care that much? Unless it's saying, like, it's going to kill me in the next six months... Don't at me, bro. Don't at me. And they're trying to put it off like it's uh, phone use or social media use. I feel like everything in today's day and age is social media use. Like even so much that in Canada, their Instagram is looking to take away likes. And... Like, what are Canadian Instagram models supposed to do? Do everyone ever think about them or care about their feelings? Like, not having, like, likes on, like, their posts? Do you know how detriment that can be to their skull? I don't know, I'm just saying. I'm just saying You know Toasty And people care And people care That's what's funny about it No they're taking away our likes (laughs) What a Canadian sound UK to me I don't know I don't know They're taking away our likes They really are (laughs) So these motherfuckers have horns in their head, and it's a complete lie that it's fabricated. Um, that it's smartphone use. It's just um, a physiological adaptation of a changing circumstance in biology and the way that we live. It's, it's it doesn't it doesn't seem like I read the studies. Uh, it's not social media that's causing it just so you know just so you know why do i care i don't was i bored yes did i read it yes is the mainstream media wrong yes but people have become just so desensitized to everything to everything dude and uh, i don't know i don't really get what it is like i don't understand it too much maybe it's cuz everything is like accessible now like you you can do whatever you want and search whatever you want if i want to see midget porn it's within my fingertips If I want to see an ant going head-to-head with an antelope, I bet you I can find it on the internet. (coughs) We're living in crazy times, funky primates. We're living in crazy times. And everyone lives in this bubble. Literal bubble. Bubble which is hilarious to me because whatever you like will come on your news feed and that's how the way that they make money and get ads for you to click on shit right <coughs> essentially it puts everyone in these little bubbles of themselves and anyone that has an opposing view you can't believe that they have an opposing view because it's constantly on your feet of bubble, so you think that everyone else in the world agrees with you. Well, guess what? They don't! <laughs> they don't! <laughs> so, you may have heard that horns is caused from social media. Well, it's not! well it's not and if you like if you're thinking what my views are in general bro <laughs> i don't even have views anymore i live through memes that's the way i live And do you know know how I know the world is so sensitive at the moment? This is how I know the world's sensitive at the moment. So the Washington Post uh, put up this article. And the title of the article, this is the Washington Post. The title of the article was... UFOs exist, and everyone needs to adjust to the fact. That was a real Washington Post article. UFOs exist, and everyone needs to adjust to the fact. Wow. And then I'm, and then I'm wondering, cause, cause. In my head, I'm, I'm figuring out, like, if this was brought up in the 1900s and this was the title of a major publication, everyone will be like, What? What? UFOs? What are they on about? Oh, my God. We're going to be attacked. But this 2019, motherfuckers, this is how we live. We're desensitized. Have you heard of the internet? We've known about UFOs for back in a day. You guys are just catching on. Well done. <laughs> that's that's what I think like a meme like anyone that makes a meme that's how I feel they talk like this is so last week <laughs> so that like we're just desensitized that's just how we are and I got, I came across this video dude check this the video out. say
2: these UFOs are no joke. Now they're telling their stories in history's new docuseries, Unidentified, Inside America's UFO Investigation. Experienced military personnel are speaking out, warning that UFO sightings are on the rise and that the government needs to pay attention. What's worst case scenario? Well, you I would tell you about it? I, I, would probably, I would tell you already, it's too late, because it's here. The show examines a once-secret government program charged with investigating UFOs and why the program's former director says he suddenly resigned. You were collecting data on these investigations that you thought was important, and the people in between you and the people at the top weren't passing that information along? Because of stigma. You think of of tinfoil hats and, and all these kind of wonderful little uh, uh, analogies of what it means to believe in UFOs, when in reality these things are very real. We're talking about aircraft that are can go from zero to, to incredible speeds, hypersonic speeds, literally in the blink of an eye, uh, and disappear over the horizon. Unidentified also promises new evidence, new video, and exclusive interviews from eyewitnesses and government employees, all with the help of executive producer and former Blink-182 frontman, Tom DeLonge. <laughs>
0: That's the best part, dude. The best part is that this entire new UFO led alien thing is <laughs> is led by Tom DeLong. <laughs> Tom DeLong, dude. Do you remember that guy? Do you remember that guy? Hey, Mom, there's something in the back room. (laughs) He was right all along.
1: Well done.
0: Aliens are coming. (laughs) But it's so funny. I find it hilarious that this is mainstream news. And let's keep watching it. Watch watch it, watch it.
2: What do you hope happens after people see this?
1: This is not just a show to entertain. This is a mechanism to change the way the government acts. Uh, you're going to see us dealing with the Senate, us meeting with the intelligence services of other governments. Wait,
0: what? Wait, what? You're going to see Tom DeLonge, shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cock, sucker, motherfucker, tits, fuck, turd, and twat. You're going to see that guy who sung that song meeting with Senate. And international agencies to lead the UFO movement. What?
1: (laughs) And everyone is coming out of the woodwork and saying, this is real. We got to do something about it. And it very well could be a threat, but we can't put our head in the sand.
2: We also reached out to the Navy, which tells us they take these reports very seriously and have even updated reporting guidelines in order to get as accurate a picture as possible of what is out there. George?
0: Fascinating stuff. Okay. <laughs> Wait, what? It finished there? <laughs> Fascinating stuff. Fascinating stuff. We're desensitized, dude. UFOs come, bro. Come. Just come, like literally come on earth because we don't give a fuck, dude. (laughs) Oh, the UFO movement. I can't believe it's actually on mainstream media. But no one gives a fuck. No one gives a fuck. I find it amazing. Amazing. It is so good. We, we have just become completely desensitized to this entire thing.
1: Well done.
0: Well, guys, we are getting towards the end of this episode. I can't deal with all this fucking crazy people out there, man. This is, this is how you live a good life. We're, we're about to get to boxing and MMA uh, and that side of the show. Um, but this is how you live a good life. You have a shower. You be kind to people. And you listen to opposing views not from the perspective that is attacking your views from the perspective that it just is different views and other people live in different bubbles. That's how you live your life. And here at the Funky Primate cult, there is no leader. So click subscribe. We have a secret handshake and then we look each other dead in the eye and say, well done.
1: Well done.
0: That's the Funky Primate Cult. Perfect. Be part of it. We're about to get into some boxing and MMA now. So if you tuned in for the comedy, the updates, the current affairs, or just came over for a good time, thank you for listening, guys. You have reached your destination. And I thank you for listening to this episode. Now, boxing and MMA. Welcome to the audio only section of the podcast. There is no video for these sections and uh, we appreciate you guys that stick around. you the main crew. You're the main primate. Trust me, Funky. Now... This weekend, we had the Bare Knuckle FC event. Yes. Pauli Malignaggi versus Artem Lobov. The GOAT actually happened. Dude, I couldn't believe it, eh? To be honest with you, I thought this fight would never happen. Uh, A little backstory if you're unfamiliar, which you should be fucking familiar with this. Uh... Paulie, when Conor McGregor was going to fight Floyd Mayweather, Paulie Malinagi was called to. Well, first of all, Paulie Malinagi started talking some mad shit about the MMA community. He still talks it now. So, McGregor, he goes, Well, I need a sparring partner. You're a world champion come over and have a spa. Paulie, he thought that he would be part of the McGregor camp. He would come in, he would help him work on things and he would get him fight ready for Floyd. That didn't go as planned. McGregor released some footage of the sparring, took snippets of the footage that made him look really good uh, Paulie looked terrible, um, and thus spawned the great dislike that Paulie then brewed for McGregor and that entire camp. Well done. Now that spilled over to Adam, who was minding his business. He actually like congratulated Paulie after the spar with McGregor uh, and everything else. He was quite kind to him, but Adam just got caught in the crossfires. Uh, Paulie has targeted uh, McGregor and he was going to call McGregor out if he won this bare knuckle fight. What happened? He didn't win. The GOAT. The MMA record of 13 wins and 15 losses, Artem Loboth won. Buyer points, dude. By points. Points. Like, everyone thought that where Lobov would have an advantage is during clinch. So, bare knuckle, they let you go in the clinch for a little bit for some dirty boxing. And just because of Artem's MMA background... Even Paulie, he was like, he'll have uh, advantages in a clinch. But anything outside of that, distance, jabs, check hooks, feints, it'll all go to Paulie. And essentially he would win the fight. That didn't happen. Lobov beat him in points. It was a unanimous decision. How crazy is that? And now I believe Paulie essentially has retired. After the match, he uh, said he's getting older now. Um, And he said that he broke his hand in the second round. And that's when he did an uppercut right-hand combination. And apparently broke his hand. And he he thinks that he won won the fight. Uh, I was tweeting out uh, from the start of the fight, uh, round one, I thought went to Lobov. Uh, Tweeted that out. Um, And even whatever whatever you guys thought, uh, I was correct in the end. So, suck my dick. Yeah, that's what I thought. Another crazy fight was the Korean zombie dude. The... Korean Zombie won. He was an underdog. An underdog. As a zombie should be. In uh, Greenville. So UFC came to Greenville and um, Korean Zombie was fighting. uh, um, What's his name? Renato Mocano. So he was fighting him. He's a Brazilian, amazing Brazilian fighter. Really good. And it was a flawless performance. Like, if you're if you're listening to this, I'd suggest also putting on the video real quick, just a highlight of it. So you'll understand what I mean. So Korean zombie beat Henato. In 58 seconds of the first round. And Korean Zombie was the underdog. Now, if you watch the fight. Hanato's moving around. Korean Zombie's quite still. Korean Zombie's looking for that counter shot. Every time. You can see from the start of the fight. He's looking for that counter. So he throws a couple fillers. To see as fighters do, to see the reaction of the other fighter, to see the distance of their hooks, the distance of their speed. And now Korean Zombie, I can only guess, had a game plan in there for a slip right, right? Right, right, right? (laughs) Just a straight slip right, right? (laughs) So what happened, you can see it in a fight, is that he throws these little little hits, little licks, to see what Hanato does. Hanato throws, I believe, if my mind is correct, one punch. One punch. Now, that one punch was enough for Korean Zombie to analyse the distance and speed. Now, when he goes to throw the second punch... It was already in Korean Zombie's head. It was already analysed. It was a slip and a right hand, which is a counter, which was what he was after the entire time. (coughs) And he clipped him so clean, absolutely clean. And then from there, he just started teeing off, teeing off, got on top of him, started hitting him, um with the right hand and finish the fight. So the underdog goes on to win. Which was which was amazing. For me for me he's still one of one of those fighters that I like In those major, major type of events, well, the, he was sort of winning against Yaya Rodriguez his last fight, but then Rodriguez did that amazing spinning backwards elbow uh, and uh, spinning backwards upward elbow. Uh, I need to make that clear because fight fans listening, uh, MMA enthusiasts, you know what I'm talking about which landed clean on his chin, and there was nothing he could do about it. To me, he was winning that fight as well, Um, but unfortunately, it uh, didn't come through for him that time, but it did this time. Now, a fight that tripped me out that really I didn't understand is that Gagar uh, Masasi lost to Rafael Lovato Jr. Which I thought was ridiculous. Not, not that it's ridiculous that this is in Bellator... Uh, by the way, it was just a fight weekend. So I'm not going to go through the UFC card because essentially uh, it wasn't so great. Um, the, in Bellator, Masasi lost to Lovato Jr. And he lost by majority decision. Lovato Jr. has really come up. He looked a lot bigger than Musasi, but I thought uh, Musasi would still have him because he's an amazing fighter. He absolutely kills it, especially with his kicks. Like, he's a mastery of those kicks. But in terms of the both Bellator and USC, um, I'm not too sure which one was better this weekend. I probably have to still go through it all, Um, tend to go back and watch the fights again. But I think Bare Knuckle took it. I think they took it this weekend, which is crazy that I'm saying that. I actually think they took it this weekend. Like, beyond the Malignaggi versus Lobov, which was clearly the biggest event out of all three... You had some actually ex- actual exciting fights. Like Reggie Barnett versus Johnny Bedford, they fought at Bare Knuckle One event and then they had an entire tournament for the lightweight division and Johnny Bedford is the Bantamweight champion and he went into the tournament to try and get the lightweight belt. Now Reggie Barnett and him have gone ha, have some history and it's awesome that they both came on top of all of their brackets and came to fight each other in a lightweight championship. And so that is a massive fight. There was so much shit talk. There was knockdowns. Uh, Bedford got on top of him with his hands up twice during the fight. Um, and then... Johnny Bedford became the lightweight and bantamweight champion. So he's the champ, champ of bare knuckle. And beyond that fight, you had Chris Lehman, who's a UFC. I'm not too sure if he's a hall of famer yet, but he is definitely should be. Cause he was there f- quite some time, quite a while ago. And he was quite big. Um, He fought Dakota Cochran, who was big in Bellator. And (laughs) low-key, if you don't know, what is hilarious is that Dakota Cochran has done gay porn. That's not the hilarious part. The hilarious part to me is that he says that he's straight. He says that the only reason that he did gay porn was because he needed money. <laughs> and I'm like, what? What do you mean, mate? Like, if you needed money and you're going to go do porn, just do straight porn if you're a heterosexual guy.
1: Well done.
0: So I find that hilarious that he's like, and he's done like 18 of them. I don't know. He's done a lot of porn and they're all gay porn. And again, there's fucking something hilarious to be said, in my head anyway, that you do that many gay porn and you say that you're a heterosexual male. I don't know, that's something something uh, quite funny to me. I don't know why. But beyond that, I was actually rooting for him to win. <laughs> I, I thought he'd uh, have Lieben, even though Lieben's a psycho and um, hasn't lost in bare knuckle. Uh, Cochrane came out, and the cock won. Yep. The cock won. He fought him all the way through and got the judge's decision. Amazing. So shout-outs to him. And if you want to look up his porno, it's Dakota, D-A-K-O-T-A. It's C-O-C-H-R-A-N-E. I ain't bullshitting you. Check it out. But yeah, to me, I think Bare Knuckle uh, took it out this weekend. It was quite amazing. Um, I am so looking fight to the forward to the next UFC though. Um, it's going to be interesting where Bare Knuckle goes from here. They got some stars in there. They do. So they're they're doing a good job and it's now legal in Florida. I'm guessing their next move will be New York and Nevada. If they can get those athletic commissions to sign on board, anything can go. And I'm keen for those guys to come down under. We we got a lot planned uh, coming up for July and August. Um, those of you that are listening right now, I'm trying to do a short little doco at the moment. Um, beyond all my MMA stuff, uh, that we'll be filming some competitions and that. That'll be awesome. I might probably get knocked out or um, not. Either or. It's a win. Competing will be mad. So... We'll see how that goes. But the mini-doco will be on... We're still working it out. Uh, I want to understand mood swings, which is uh, quite interesting to me. And I think it'll be interesting for you guys as well. It's not necessarily moving from happy to depressed or anything like that. It's just the shift from happiness to sort of like... It's not, it's, it's like sad, for lack of better words. But what I want to uh, do is go across different types of industries. From, I want to first start with a psychiatrist and finish with a psychiatrist, obviously, um, and go through sports, um, maybe a business owner, small business, uh, musicians, actors and just get a gauge and I think we'll also have those as straight podcast episodes like we'll have the entire uh, episode as the interview but the short doc will chop it up and release it we don't know how we're gonna uh, release it yet but we'll see how it goes but it's been amazing the support has been mad I truly truly appreciate it um hit me up on socials if you have any particular topic if you think there's areas where i can improve um if you think we're just awesome let us know let us know i believe people should let other people know that you appreciate them before they die what do you reckon funky primates I think that should be a thing. All right. Be a mate. Be a primate, mate. Subscribe. I'm out, motherfuckers. Ciao.